Welcome to Our Sleeve Life Podcast, hosted by Kelly and Mel, friends who had gastric sleeve surgery, but five years apart. We wanted to create a supportive family with full transparency by sharing our stories as well as others from the community. We are breaking the stigma of weight loss and weight loss surgery one episode at a time. Hey, guess what, guys? We're not doctors. No, we are not. (laughs) No. So if you're going to be making any major medical decisions, please consult your doctor immediately. Yes. And that includes diet, surgeries, and exercise. We love you guys, and we want you to continue to be in our OSLP family. That's right. So be careful and consult your doctor. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Welcome back, OSLP family. Welcome, welcome. You're listening to... Our Sleeve Life podcast, and this is Mel. And this is Kelly. And it's just going to be us today. Yeah. We yeah. don't get to do this very often anymore. Yeah. I don't know why. Well, we just have so many cool people to talk to. Oh, that too. So That makes a lot of sense. We do a lot more interviews than we do um, one-on-ones, and I miss those. I know, because that's what we started out. Yeah. Just, do, just purely doing you and me. Yep. Yep. But there's so much information out there that we have to talk to other people and get you guys that information. Which... Don't get us wrong. We love talking to all of you out there. Yeah. But it is nice since we started this, just the two of us. That's right. It's nice to Well, talk and it's very the therapeutic because there's mm-hmm. one thing mm-hmm. that I will tell you, like, in, you know, this vicinity. Let's say that right. Vicinity. And yes. this, like, community in this area mm-hmm. of the podcast where I literally just tell it all. But when we're on with other, like, interviewees, like, that's not the time for us to, like, Get deep, 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 you know, down there, Um, especially with this episode, because this one's about um, the fear of regain. And let me tell you, the fear is real. It's real fucking real. And the regain is fucking real. And it can be fucking real. Yes. And it's really hard. Mm -hmm. I'm going through it. Yeah. So we had to do this episode because who has never feared that? I think that that fear of regaining starts even before you even talk to the surgeon, right? It's like, it's kind of funny that it does because you're like, okay, I need to get the surgery. I need to lose this weight. And then you're instantly like, oh, I don't want to have regain though. Like, I really don't want to be that person Mm -hmm. because I heard a lot like, are you sure you can keep it off? I don't know. I know so-and-so and and they had the surgery two years ago and they gained it all back back and more. And you're just like, oh, so now that's always in your head. Like, Am I going to regain? Well, and you don't want to regain because you want to prove them wrong. Right. That you did the right thing. Yep. Here's my little two cents on that. Number one, it's your fucking body. If you want to have surgery, have fucking surgery and screw them. Yeah. (laughs) Second of all, if you regain. So I've regained. Mm -hmm. I've I've had regain. Yeah. However, it is a constant thought in our brains. Yeah. What do we need? What do we need to do to stay on plan? Stay on track all Um, the time, all the time. I mean, that's what we talk about on here all the time. Mm -hmm. How do we restart? How do we stay on plan? I mean, all of those things that we do and talk about, you know, stay on plan Sunday. That's what that's all about. That's where that came from, Mm -hmm. because we noticed if we do a stay on plan for the week, we are way more successful, way more successful. And I mean, I got to say, I know this isn't a check in. I know it is or it isn't, but I feel like this week now I did have chocolate last night. I'm not going to lie. Okay. I had chocolate last night too. 
There you go. Yeah. So, I mean, what? What are you trying to say? I don't know. Like, I feel <laughs> like I feel like yesterday something clicked in my head. Okay. Because we all know I haven't been grocery shopping. Like, before yesterday, I hadn't been in, like... Well, no, because we went. We have the photo of us going. Because we did a full... Like, oh, oh I did a full shop. Did, yeah. And, and I did a I partial. I bought a few things. Yeah. But I didn't really have a plan when no, I did that. No, you did not. Um, but then when I started thinking about it, I was like, okay, well, I could make this. I could make this. I could make this. I have all these things in my house. Mm-hmm. And we spoke with, sorry, spoiler alert. We spoke with Michaela. Oh, yeah, yeah. Miss Losing to Blooming. And she actually said, like, she plans her meals about over what she's craving. Yes, which I think is so cool. So cool. And so I kind of like it's really stuck in my brain mm-hmm. since she said it. And so when I was laying in bed and I was like, well, I could go to the store. And then I was like, okay, but what am I craving? Ah, you you did it. And I was craving, I'm craving chicken salad. Okay. So I have plenty of chicken thighs in my freezer. Nice. And so I did a crock pot. There we chicken. Go. There we go. And I already have the next batch of chicken already marinating in my fridge. Ooh la la. And I got some potatoes to make uh, the gorgonzola smashed potatoes mm-hmm. that I love. And I got like these little, the little sweet peppers. Yep. Because you put them in the chicken salad that yes. we had and it was a fucking bomb. <laughs> so I got those. Oh, I got good. like, I got all of the stuff that I could possibly get that I could eat solely at home. How awesome. Just by that one conversation. That one conversation of like, it doesn't matter. Like, just frame, like, you don't have to eat what's in your house. No, you don't. And just frame it of what, like, because we do talk about how, like, making the rules work for you. Yeah. And that's really what Michaela's saying. Mm -hmm. It's like, figure out what you're craving for the week and Mm -hmm. then tailor that to make it you're going to, like, do something else. Well, I had... By my rice with just my chicken. Oh, okay. I see what you're saying. And so, but that, that is like such a big step for me. Yeah. Because I was eating out all the time mm-hmm. or I was having my Flex Pro meals, which I love Flex Pro, but sometimes it's nice to cook yourself a meal. It it goes a long way. And I'm kind of figuring out how to cook from just myself and oh, be just oh, by myself. Because that's, I think that's the hardest thing for me is I'm... I'm having a hard time figuring out where my life is. Right. And like my home life. And so it's hard for me to like I'm I'm eating because I'm stressed and that I know I shouldn't be eating because mm-hmm. I'm stressed. And then I that causes me to eat more because I'm stressed <laughs> about being stressed. <gasps> oh, and man. then the fear of regain comes into the back of my brain of like you need to stop eating because you're going to gain weight. Right. And it's all goes back to that fear of regain. Yeah, right in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Right in the beginning. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's, I have not stopped thinking about regain since I had surgery, since before I had surgery. Oh, geez. It's a constant thought in my brain. Jeez. That's rough. Cause like I would say, yeah, I guess that makes sense. You're only in year two. Like you just, you're about to complete year two. Yes. Yes. So, cause that, I would say that, that does drop off because like once you get to like a happy spot of your body, you're just like, okay. Like, but you have to be able to maintain, I think, for a good six months for your brain to kind of click mm. that, hey, we're okay. Okay. Because you have to like 
really see how the number's not changing on the scale. Mm. But right now, I bet, isn't it going up and down a lot? It's going up and down because yeah. I'm on Fetamine. Right. So I'm not hungry, but I'm still eating mm-hmm. because I'm stressed. That's what happened with the cake last night that I had. It was a uh, cake without me. Like Eric bought, we went to the store and got stuff for barbecue and we got like ribs and whatever. And then there was that German chocolate slice cake right on the out and uh, he just grabbed it. And mm-hmm. I was like, wow, I guess we're doing this tonight. <laughs> like, I'm not telling you to put it back. <laughs> yep. Um, so I'm like, you made that decision for us and I'm going to let you. <laughs> and yeah, that was the same thing. Like, I wasn't even hungry when I ate that at all. No. Like, I was just like, I had my dinner already. I felt full. I went and did a bunch of podcast stuff, and then I was—I got up to get ice water, and I was like, "Oh, I could just have some cake right now." Oh, sweet sounds real good, right yeah. Now. And I was like, I even checked my body. I was like, "Oh, I'm not even hungry." Yet you still went and ate it, and I was like, "I just, I just want this for what it is." And then yeah, and then I ate it. I mean, <laughs> did the craving go away once you had it? It was that's the thing is like, it wasn't even craving. It was just the fact that I knew it was there. Oh. Uh. Because yeah. I wasn't like, yeah, I get to have my cake. It was like, oh, there's cake in there. I go through I get that to have with cake like today, the apparently. Bill Bars. Oh, yeah. I go through that a lot. Like, I know that they're in there. Mm-hmm. Or like my protein balls because yeah. they have chocolate in them. Yeah, yeah. I know they're in there. So I go and eat them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because they're there. Because they're there. So I haven't made protein balls in like a week because I'm like. Oh, should what I be nervous about? I don't know. Those are protein. Did they're, you hear, did you hear the word? What's the first word? In I that? know. Protein I know. Protein balls. So why do you care? It's the same thing as with the Muddy Buddies. Okay. Like I, you, we all know I went through my little craving of the Muddy Buddies, but it's the same fear of like, I will eat it for every meal because if I could have sweets for every single meal, I would. That is so interesting about you. I don't think I ever realized it till these last couple of years of how like your sweet tooth. My sweet tooth is a sweet tooth. I didn't think that it was because when we were kids, like kids, teenagers, whatever, mm-hmm. early 20s, like you were into more like savory foods. Oh, yeah. I wasn't into sweets. Uh-uh. It wasn't until I I'm, I'm thinking like married to my ex, to Cody, to Satan, whatever you want to call him. <laughs> Um, I think when uh, right after I got married to him, that's probably when it like really started to hit me. Interesting. Yeah, because I've never been one to like, like, I mean, up until after that, the sweet tooth hit. But Mm -hmm. I was never one to like eat a candy bar. No, I never saw you with any candy bars, cakes, ice creams. Literally, like you had a lot of like um, Asian food. Yeah. You had a lot of Mexican food. Mm -hmm. And it would be like. Or or just a burger ever or fast food yeah. yeah like but there was never sweets in there like no you never was like hey let's go to Dairy Queen like, that wasn't you <laughs> no. that's so that's why when like coming around to like when you're doing the surgery and you're like I could just eat a pint of ice cream to myself every night and I was like no fucking way what yep what I thought that'd be like me not you <laughs> it was easy so I always loved the day after. Uh, Valentine's Day, Easter, all of that, because all the candy goes on half price. Yeah, they do. Mm-hmm. And so I would actually go to Walgreens and buy bags of candy. See, you're one of those that tell people like, hey, they go on clearance and you actually buy them. Like, I Because you have told me that every time. And I'm like, I don't ever leave the house to do that. <laughs> well, and like <gasps> now I don't do it. But back then I would like have a bag of candy and I would just like mouth through it. Wow. Like if I could, if somebody make like ice cream and cake, I mean, 
I know. There's an ice cream cake, but they're not the same. I, I know what you're talking like, about. No, I just want, like, all the sweets to be good for me. Oh, If somebody well, could make that happen. I don't know if that can happen. I'd appreciate you. Because that doesn't exist. I know, but I want it to because I will, all I want to do is eat sweets. <laughs> and it's hard for me because I'm going through... A lot. You're going through a lot. And so, like, your regain and your brain's just, like, firing off because mm-hmm. you're like, I can't regain. But then you're like, I want this. Yeah. And I don't have self-control right yeah. now. And you live alone right now. So there's no one to check you. Yeah. If I get up in the middle of the night and go get something to eat, nobody's going to know. No. Because it's just me. And, like, with mom, I know, like, mom wouldn't be like, Kelly, what are you doing? But what she would do is just be there like physically be there, and so it would you check would, me. You, yeah, you would check mm-hmm. yourself because you're like, oh, I, can't, I can't do that. Like, yeah, mom's I shouldn't here. do that. Yeah, yeah. So, so, it, but I think it's kind of good. Like overall, I think this is kind of good for me. You get to see it's teaching me my own self control. Yeah, and ownership of my behavior. Mm-hmm. And ninety nine point nine percent of the food I eat is not that bad. No, because that's why I was like, you're you're scared of protein balls. Yes, I'm scared of balls. Followers, <laughs> listeners, do you hear this? You're scared of protein balls. I know. Muddy buddies. The things that like are that have protein in them that aren't like they're not high in carbs or anything. They're not high no, in calorie. No. I and, mean, they might be a little high in calorie, but because the peanut butter and the oats and stuff like that. But it's not like, I mean, because I counted them last night. So I made 18 of them. Okay. I've yet to eat them. Okay. But even if I have three a day, even if I have six a day, it's fine. I was going to say, like, just calculate it out. Because the way what I've learned from Michaela was the whole, like, she knows it about herself that she likes to have the sweet at night. Mm -hmm. She knows damn well she's going to do it. So she plans it in there. Mm -hmm. So if you can just plan three protein balls a night, then you're fine. Or, like, Mm -hmm. two cups of the Money Buddies. Yeah. Because I know the one cup won't won't satisfy no, you. No, I think the one cup would. Okay. Yeah, I don't, I just think it's like, it's that fear, man. It's that fear that I'm going to eat this and I'm going to gain all hundred pounds back. Well, and remember like, because you, because how much have you actually gained back? Because. 20. 20 pounds, mm-hmm. solid 20 pounds. So like that wasn't because of the, the protein balls and the money buddies. Think no. about it. Like, what was it? What, what made you gain? What was the foods that you're eating? I was eating tortillas and okay. bread okay. and I not pasta. I don't eat pasta. Um, it was probably just like it was that that moment where I'm like, it's fine if I have these things. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm just trying to figure out like what are the actual foods. That way you those are the ones that you want to avoid. Yes. So my thing is is like if I'm gonna be eating fast food, if I am on the go, I need to be more aware of what I'm ordering yes. like I used to be. Yes. Because I used to order things. And if I ordered a burger, it would be in a, in a tub. Yeah, I mean, in a tub. Yes. yes and yes. I didn't order French fries. I didn't do any of that. And I didn't order quesadillas with the full tortilla. Like mm-hmm. there are certain things where, and yes, I'm only eating half of that tortilla or, you know, a quarter of that burger and some French fries. 
but it still adds up. Well, yeah, it's it's obvious that it, it does add up for your body. Mm-hmm. Like your body's retaining that. Yes. Um, and that's one thing like maybe for someone else, that's fine. But for your body type, it's not liking mm-hmm. that. It's going to keep it. It's going to hold it. Yeah. yeah. And I was comfortable at 150 pounds. I loved being 150 pounds. Mm-hmm. So I don't count the 141, which is my lowest, as my... Because that was, you felt, yeah. you said you didn't like how you felt. No, I felt like it wasn't, like I was restricting my entire life. Yeah. And so 150, I felt like I could still do certain things mm-hmm. and be okay. Yeah. But then I released the reins a little bit too much. Right. And trying to catch those reins again is proving harder than I thought it was going to be. Yeah, that's why, um, that's one of the reasons why when you say the whole grace thing, it gets to me because I'm mm-hmm. like, I, because we've had this conversation actually mm-hmm. not on the podcast mm-hmm. where I said, hey, I, I, I'm trying to give myself grace, but I know myself and that can just go right into excuses. Mm-hmm. And then that can fall right into me like regaining. Mm-hmm. And I'm so, and I'm thoroughly scared of regaining because like I never got to my lowest. So I'm still work in progress six years later, you know, like, mm-hmm. and for other people, they'd be like, you know, like you're, you're healthy, you're happy, just mm-hmm. be what you are. And like, and that's what I am is just like the, the fact that I've never got there still is in it, my brain. It, It'll it never go you. away. Yeah. It definitely it, bugs you because of how hard, like I pushed myself and worked. I felt like, why didn't I get there? And because I, I was solid with my diet and exercise for two full years. Mm-hmm. So it's really frustrating. The fact that my lowest was 179, but I realized like, after like meeting Des and talking to Michaela and mm-hmm. like these people that are on their journeys and they're older, longer, longer too, yeah. it's like, no, that's just your body type. Yeah. There's just nothing you can do about it. Mm-hmm. So I just want to get back to, because I've done 10 about, what was it? So my lowest 179 and then my highest, I'm not counting that one at the doctor. That fucking thing was off before I left. <laughs> but the highest, yeah, it was off. Yeah. Because even Kelly's off. off. Yeah. But like, like, and it was like, not like your five town off. It was like a 10 pound off. That's why I'm like, I'm not counting that It one. was like 12. It was insane. It was, yeah, it was a, so, and he's like, we get ours calibrated all the time. And I'm like, mm, but do you? Because <laughs> that's a because huge difference. That, yeah, that's a jump. Yeah, that is a way big jump. Because the highest I've ever seen my scale in my house is 198. So that's the highest I've ever gone. I've never gone over two. Gone back over. I've never okay. gone back over. Because that's some scary. Because that's my, oof, guys. Like, that's the moment of, oh, no. And so mm-hmm. the scale said 204 with Emma. And that's why I was like, what the fuck? Because like, when yeah. I, I weighed myself before I left and it was 196. That's what I was like. You look what? at that scale and you go, absolutely not. not. Yeah. I do not condone that behavior. Yes. I don't agree. I would like to appeal. <laughs> Do not put that in my permanent yeah. record. I do not want that in there. Right? It's yeah, it's then, hard. It's hard because you work so hard. And I actually had a conversation with um, my weight is history um, in one of our challenge groups. Oh, yeah. Because if you guys don't know, if you do the challenges with us uh, during that month, you get put in a group with other people that are doing the challenges and you can kind of have conversations. People have been really enjoying them. And we talk to you. We talk to you as much yeah. as we can. Um, but we were having this conversation because somebody said that they were really nervous to go into their surgeon's office. Yeah. Because uh, their weight was not where they thought it was supposed to be. Okay. And I, we were talking and I was like, I, he said it great. Let me pull it up because it was absolutely 
perfect. Yeah, because I think that's actually one of the reasons why I stopped was because I wasn't hitting their goals anymore. And mm-hmm. I was like, because it used to be like, fantastic, fantastic, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And so I just was like, oh, I don't really need to go. But then I realized, oh, I'm not also haven't lost in a long time. So I don't want them mad at me. Like, yeah. I remember thinking like Dr. Patterson was going to be so mad at me, but it's not like I talked to her about that afterwards. And she's like, no, I would just do things to help you. Yeah. I would find other ways to help you. And I was like, oh, fuck. Never mind. (laughs) So uh, it says, if I'm learning anything from listening to all the podcasts and support group, it's that your goal weight and then your happy slash proud weight um, is different. The goal weight sometimes isn't sustainable for ages, but the Mm -hmm. happy proud weight you can hang your hat on. Yes. That's a great way to put it. Mm -hmm. And then he said, one popular doctor opinion is that you'll get to your lowest settle to maintain but gain some weight and stop as long as you're staying on track there shouldn't be anything to worry about and that's where i'm at and yeah yeah, i mean i really feel like that's what and i said it in the group i was like i feel like you work you strive to get to that lowest number yeah that lowest number you can possibly get which Mm -hmm. for me was 141 Mm -hmm. and yours was 179 and then you kind of Life starts happening mm-hmm. again because you're in that honeymoon stage until you hit that goal weight, I think. Or, uh, yeah. Cl- or your lower weight. I think so. Because some that's going to be different time frames for everyone. Because my mm-hmm. honeymoon stage was a long honeymoon stage. I loved the surgery. I had so much fun with mm-hmm. working out and doing the food stuff. It What, what killed me was switching jobs. Mm. I switched a job and my whole routine got thrown off. Yeah. Like... The having the protein protein shakes in the morning, mm-hmm. having the one mile walk there and the one mile mm-hmm. walk back from mm-hmm. work mm-hmm. completely gone. So like that's two miles out of my day gone. I wasn't bringing in my protein shakes. And then I introduced Jimmy John's to my diet. It's fucking Jimmy John's, and man. Then I gained the, the 10 and then mm-hmm. this last like five or six is from COVID. <laughs> well, yeah. And that's I mean, so. I feel like that's pretty damn good for COVID because yeah. a lot of people I mean, I've gained. The 20. The 20. Yeah, the because, 20. Because, and I can actually pinpoint it like you. Mm-hmm. I can pinpoint when I lost. When it stopped? Yeah. Losing it and... was when I went on vacation. And oh, I yeah. had all of the custard ice cream because I never. Oh, the, the first vacation. Yeah. 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 Because yeah. I allowed myself to have a life and like try and like eat these things. Mm-hmm. And it was like, oh, it's fine. It's just on vacation. But those habits follow you back. Your body's not in vacation. Remember how like I said all I the know. time, your body doesn't know you're on vacation. It's just your brain knows you're on vacation. My brain wants all the foods yeah. that I didn't allow myself to have the time before. Yeah. Well, you know, the whole like you don't know it until it's gone that you like knowing. It's like you can't miss something if you haven't had it before. Mm-hmm. So like the way that I've thought about this process is like, OK, you get your surgery. Mm-hmm. And I've always talked about how the baby tummy, you slowly like add up the foods. It's yeah. going to be the liquids. It's going to be the pureed, soft foods, soft solid foods. Mm-hmm. And then like you, you waited a year and four or five months to have sweets, basically, right? Um, I had a few after my first my first year. Okay. But it wasn't anything like. Like this. Mm-hmm. So when you actually go and do something that's fully had, like a habit that you've had before, mm-hmm. now it's back and now you want it. But you didn't have you didn't miss it before. I didn't miss it before. I mean, I did, but it wasn't like. Isn't oh, it, I have to have that. Say, it's way more intense now, right? Oh, because it'd be like a, it's almost like a dull pain when like I'd be like, oh, I kind of want red lobster biscuits. Hmm. And then I'll like think of someone else and I'm fine. Mm-hmm. But now that I've put it back in my diet, 
the craving's real. Like it's mm-hmm. a whole new like the mouth salivy. You're like, oh, yeah. and then you start thinking about it, mm-hmm. and then you're like, oh, I want those now. Yep, and it becomes like a full that that's a food addiction in us. That has to be it. That has to be the food addiction, right? Yeah, because yeah, I know that my exact mo- like I know like when I'm scrolling on DoorDash because mm-hmm. I'm like I'll just order something. I'll be scrolling and I'll be looking at certain things, and my mouth will start watering, mm-hmm. and I'm like, this is a problem. Yeah, and then usually if that happens, I exit out, and I don't oh. I don't end up ordering anything. That's smart because. I, at that point, I'm making a decision off of my head hunger. Yeah. Not my stomach hunger. Not my actual stomach hunger. Because yeah. there's sometimes where it's like, oh, I'll just order dinner. And then I'm like, wait a minute. Am I even hungry? Yeah. Just because it's the time frame to eat does not mean that you, you have to, to eat, eat or you have to. Yeah. Just check your body. How do you feel? Does yeah. it need food? Do you not need food? Are you going to be able to get food in a couple hours to where you can just wait? Mm-hmm. Do you actually need water? Because a lot of sometimes we mistake. Thir- um, hunger for thirst. Yes. And that's yes. a big thing. That so. is a big thing. And I'm starting to get around that. I found a couple things to kind of combat that. Um, the feeling? Yeah. So, like, if I'm if I'm feeling like I'm hungry, mm-hmm. we all know we are only going to eat a small amount. Yes. Does it make sense? No. So, I will go to, I actually ordered my uh, favorite almonds. They're the wasabi. Oh, yeah, yeah. And soy sauce ones. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. They're so good. And they've got, like, the perfect zing. That was weird. What? Did the sound go out in your headset? Nope. Okay. Mine did for a second. Make sure that that's in yeah. all the way. Sorry, guys. Okay, we're good. We're good. You're good? hmm Okay. So, I... um. Oh, I just heard it click back on. Right? It was really weird, but it's mm-hmm. it's on. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, so my wasabi and soy sauce ones, yeah. I bought uh, when we went. Okay. I bought the little ones. Right. I went through those in like two days. Oh, snap. And I was like, okay, this is something that I will eat. Mm-hmm. It has protein. And because I like that zing. Yeah. You love that like tartness. I the love it. Zingy, There's like... something about it. Now, the... Vinegar and salt one? No. Her face, by that the way. That was disgusting. Like, it was like watching her on a lie when she doesn't like something. Because, like, she bought these herself thinking they're going to be great. And her face, like, put in her mouth. She's like, oh, no, these are and not. He, yeah, I was like. And I even tried another yeah. bite because I was like, oh, well, maybe I was wrong. No. Nope. nope. I didn't like them. Mm-mm. So I got those. And those have been curbing pretty much my appetite at night. Nice. Because nice. I'm like, I can have almonds. Yeah. I used to eat almonds? almonds all the time. Me too. Almonds, cashews. Cashews mm-hmm. were always in my house. Yeah. Um, oh, shit. I, that's me, too. Why did we stop buying those? I don't know. We both did. Yeah. That's weird. Okay, we need to bring those back in my house. Yeah. Well, my almonds are back in the house, and I got the big Costco bag. Nice. So it's, nice. like, this big. And oh. so I just leave—I literally just leave the bag by next to my bed. Smart. And then if I'm feeling snacky, instead of, like, going out to the kitchen where I know I will find something sweet, mm-hmm. I'm just having a few handfuls of those. Oh, and, yeah. like, not even handfuls, you know, like, four or five at a time. You, our little baby handfuls. Yeah, our little baby hands. Um, <laughs> and then that has been curbing a lot. Oh, good. Because I'm – that fear is just there. And I'm like, okay, if you go into the kitchen, you're going to eat this and this and this and this, and then you're going to gain all this weight back mm-hmm. and blah, 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 blah. And, like, I can't – Bring myself to step on the scale right now. That's the other part of regain is like you can regain because you're not checking in. I know. Because you're scared. 
I'm scared. I'm scared to see what that scale says. I'm scared to see that I'm a failure. You're not a failure. Well, and I know I'm not because like I've made huge progress and I am still really happy with the way I look and the way I feel. Good. But I feel like if I step on that scale and it's above whatever yeah. number I have in my what head. Is, what is that number? Well, what are you scared of? Because I'm afraid to see over 170. Okay. And I know that I worked my ass off for this. Yes, you did. And I do not want to step on that scale and think you fucked it all up. No. And if you do see that number, remember, it's a number that can be changed. Yes. And, and I'm not- trying to check in with myself. And yeah. Be like, okay, well, am I happy with the way I look? Like, mm-hmm. are there things like I would be happy if I could drop 10 pounds, 10, 15 pounds. I think yeah. I'd be fine. Okay. I think if I was 150, 155, again, I think I'd be golden. But I bought all of these clothes last summer. And you want to wear them. And I can't, I mean, like my shorts are way too tight. Like, Mm. it's amazing what 10, 15 pounds will do to you. What it really does. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because, like, things get a little more snug. Yep. A little bit more uncomfortable to wear, which is what I'm finding. Where are you gaining right now? Like, where do you feel it? In my stomach. In your stomach. Okay. And here's the other thing. I'm not at work. No, like you have no, that's the deal. Like you do, you have your physical job is completely gone. Yep. So there's that. And you live alone. And I live alone. So like you have no workout routine. Pretty which much. Yeah. We're trying. The, the, what the goal is, is for her to just do yoga in the morning mm-hmm. and then right after do the physical challenge just to get two that, times a week. Yeah. That's well, what well, I, that's my goal right now is just yeah, two times yoga, a week, two times a week, but the physical challenge, we both got to get back on track on that because I have missed a couple days. Yeah, I will be honest. I I call myself out. So a couple days. I've been way better this month than I have any of the other months. It's true. So I'm calling that a win. That is a win. I'm trying to like focus on my wins and not what I view as failure, because I think that's the the regain part of that. I think a lot of people see regain and they see failure instantly. Mm -hmm. It's like almost like it's an alarm. It's like going off. And it's not being a failure because all it is is just you being a human. Like I can see if like, and I'm not saying that you're a failure if this happens to you, but I can see why you would do this. It's like if you you did like literally regain all of your weight back. Mm -hmm. Because then that like that would be devastating. And it would be devastating. And I think that's why we have such a huge fear of regain Mm. is because like all the stuff you have to go through to get this surgery. Mm-hmm. Some people have to jump through so many fucking hoops. Well, like Canada, it's like a year of their life. Yeah. Like, and some people have to pay for this out of pocket. Mm-hmm. Like people are traveling places. So I get it. Like that scare regain is just a whole like, well, I did all these things and now I, I guess I am a failure because it didn't work. Mm-hmm. So it's like, but those are, those are few and far between. It is. And, it is. And also that means that that person needs, there's something missing there. You in, know, the, like, in the whole care, there's something missing. missing. Yeah. Like, and that I feel like is more of a therapy thing. Yes. Because like, I wish that I had the six months of therapy. Yeah. I, it, going I mean, going yeah. through it in the beginning, like, mm-hmm. because that would have helped um, me understand my feelings mm-hmm. way quicker and mm-hmm. wondering why I was feeling this way mm-hmm. because I didn't realize I was like a food addict until after the surgery. Yeah. I had no clue. Like my aunt and I love her to death and she would be like, just don't emotionally eat. 
Mm. And I just didn't understand really what that was. Mm. I was like, that's not me. Because I don't cry and eat. So that's what I thought emotionally eating was. You have to cry and eat. Yeah. Like it uh. would be like, um, and not like simultaneously, like where I've just cried and then I crave some, then I go get it. Because mm. that's not what was happening with me. Mm-hmm. It would be like, I would deal with the emotion in the moment. And then an hour later, I'd be, and then I'd go get what I want. It wasn't like so instant. So I couldn't tell, mm. is this because I was upset? Or is this because, like, I'm just wanting that food? I couldn't distinguish. Okay. And now I know. You see the correlation. There's a huge correlation Mm -hmm. because I'm listening to my body more, which is what we want you guys to do. Mm -hmm. Because I was craving the fries every time I was upset. Yeah. Yeah. And I was literally like, so I get the whole the whole thing because it's like she would cry or be upset. And I'm like, what can I get you? And she's like, all I want is fries. Okay, Mm -hmm. I'll get that for you. Like, if that'll make you feel better instead of being like, no, let's break down why you're crying. Yeah. Let's break down why you're feeling upset Mm -hmm. because that's what's going to make you feel better. Because you treat the problem, not the symptom. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. then and that's just starts there because yep. like I've been trying to do that more and more with Eric and Dylan, too, because it's like, why are you wanting this food? Mm-hmm. Like this food is not necessary. Mm-hmm. <laughs> why do you feel like you need like a tub of chicken <laughs> instead of just like the little two pieces of chicken? Yes. Like there's I was like because what I told Eric now is because he'll do that. He'll like, he'll like, well, I'm planning for later, Eric, to make sure he has food. <laughs> of course, he would say that. And I'm like, I love you, honey. But the deal is, is like, let's just prepare for this Eric and let's not worry about the other Eric. <laughs> let's because not, Let's not worry, worry about that Eric over there. Because <laughs> the deal is like when you buy the food and you bring it in the house, you want to eat it all. Like eventually you want to eat it all. Yeah. Right? I mean, that's the whole point of buying food is that you could eat it. Yeah. yeah. So it's yeah. like, let's just buy what you should be eating right now, not what you could be eating later. <laughs> so that's our new. Because And then he's seeing it. He's realizing, mm. oh, yeah, I want I want a big tub of chicken. I want these sugars and stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's like and he and that took him so long to get to because of like, I'm six years post up and now we're like trying to like correlate food you're trying to emotions. climb yourself back into the mindset that you were in a few when years you were, ago when you were those those mm-hmm. first two years because mm-hmm. like when you're that in tune you then you start actually like analyzing what you're doing and then you actually make better choices well and you honestly were very very strict with like you guys didn't really eat out you didn't do those things like right. eric cooked a lot yep and yep. then you guys Kind of fell out of that a little bit. And that's what I noticed is like, yeah, if um, if we stop making food in the house, then we start eating bad, poorly. Mm-hmm. So it's like we all have to be up on our game of like we need to make food. We need to like because mm-hmm. we like to create things with our hands. And I think that's mm-hmm. what the deal is. Eric loves to cook. I like to bake. So mm-hmm. it's like get back to your roots. Yeah. Like just get back to what you mm-hmm. really enjoyed and remembering. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I did have fun creating these meals Mm -hmm. because it is like fun to go on Pinterest and find new ideas. Oh, totally. And then try them out. And sometimes they work and sometimes they don't like I made a whole um, side note. I like, I was like looking at um, Mr. Gordon Ramsay and um, I love, I love fucking Gordon Ramsay. Yeah. (laughs) So, and I've learned how to make his scrambled eggs and like, I know how to make, um, I don't like his scrambled eggs. They're a little Mm. more runnier than I like. Now. Now. So, um, but my brother loves them. So, and he makes them pretty good, but I, I just can't. I love you, Gordon Ramsay, but they are a little too runny. I can't do it. I can make them um, to tea and same thing with the steak with the whole like basting. Yes. Yes. So I was like, Hmm. I saw that he had like this bread and I love breakfast. Mm -hmm. And he had like this like 
shepherd's pie slash like breakfast quiche thing going on. Right. And so I made the whole thing from scratch like he did. And it was not good. It was not good at all. Oh, yeah. And because like it has a lot of um, goat cheese in it. Oh, yeah. Okay, and uh, the very tangy, very very. So you might have liked this. I probably would have liked it because eggs and goat cheese was what, and mm, it was like that sounds delicious. <laughs> it was like really overpowering, okay. and um, we don't really eat goat cheese, so it was kind of hard to like mm. stomach it. We're like, mm-hmm. and Eric's looking at me, he's like, I want to like it, and I'm like, I know, dude, it's not good, it's fine. But that's the deal. It was like I remember having fun trying these things, and then I noticed like you're up on your feet. Mm. You're moving around at least for an hour, mm-hmm. hour and a half. Yep. And then you're actually eating something like way more healthier for you. True. Yeah. And so you kind of like feel good. So what Jana was saying is like, you, we got to keep doing this now. It's like pair something that you don't like with something that you like, mm-hmm. and then it'll become a habit and then you'll be fine. Yes. Yes. Because I, yesterday I actually, like, I was like, I need to do laundry. Mm-hmm. I need to do laundry. I didn't need to do laundry. So I finally just like kicked myself because on... Saturday, so this is Sunday, but Saturday, I did not feel good. I was, Mm-mm. I slept all day, like was not feeling it. You know how I know she didn't feel good? Because she canceled filming. Yeah, and that I love happen. filming. Yeah. I love filming. So, yeah, I did not, I ended up sleeping like pretty much the whole day. And I came over to Mel's, mm-hmm. ate like a dinner with them, their barbecue, and then I've left like, like, 30, 45 minutes after. Yeah, yeah. it wasn't really that long because I was like, I'm just so damn tired. Mm -hmm. And I ended up going home and sleeping. Yeah. Like straight through to the next morning. So I needed some sleep. needed that shit. Um, I don't even know what the point of that was. Oh, I needed to do laundry. (laughs) So I, I was like, I need to get the sheets off my bed. Okay. And I need to like. But I knew that if I put my sheets in the washer first, then I wasn't going to do my regular clothes. So I waited and I did all my clothes first. Nice. And then put my sheets in. So then it forced me to do something that I didn't want to do. Oh, good. Yeah. And so then that's what spurred, okay, well, I should go to the store and get the things that I need. And then that spurred of like, well, if I'm going to go to the store, I might as well start dinner before I'm <laughs> leaving. So then I have dinner tonight. Look at the trickle effect. So, it, yeah, it was like one, something that I needed to do. I knew I needed to do it. Mm-hmm. And then it, like, trickled down to, like, doing all of these other things. And, like, my kitchen was clean. Yeah. And um, I still haven't wiped off that damn island. Damn it. I keep forgetting. <laughs> it's weird when you live alone because you don't make, like, you don't make a mess. No, not so really. So you don't really have to, like, wipe anything down. Like, mainly it's, like, dust. Yeah. So you're, like, just going to wipe it down once in a while. Yeah. Uh, but that has kind of, those little things, I think, are helping me get back on track. Yeah. And every time I do something good for myself, so say I'm going to the store and I have a plan for all of these foods that I can eat, Mm -hmm. that's kind of putting regain on the back burner. Yeah, because it forces you to, like, just be in the moment and fix what's going on in the moment and not be, like, scared Mm -hmm. all the time. Because you can't, like— it's that age-old saying of, like, you didn't gain the 100 pounds overnight. It's not yeah. going to come off overnight. Mm-mm. You have to continually, consistently make these decisions. The good choices, yeah. And every time you make a good choice, another one is going to follow it. It seems to. It really, really does. Especially with me. Like, like it's a trickle effect for me. If I do one good thing, a bunch of good things are going to follow. If I do one bad thing, a bunch of bad things are going to follow. Well, yeah, because we kind of, like, wallow in it. 
Yeah, because that's about like the fear of Regan can really be de- like de- de- debilitating, debilitating, mm-hmm. because like it can it can get you into a full depression mm-hmm. and then you just start eating the the stuff that you don't like that isn't good for you. And that's what I think I do. Yeah. And then you start craving the stuff that you don't like. Mm-hmm. That, not that you don't like the little things that aren't good for you. And then like you start feeling shitty mm-hmm. because you're eating the stuff you shouldn't because be eating. You're eating shitty food. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's like. Literally, if you're having McDonald's, like, look at the food that you're eating. Does it look good? Does it look up? And like, you know what I mean? Like, would because that's literally going to go onto your body. So, like, think about that. Like, do you want to look like a cheeseburger? <laughs> no, please God, no. I don't want to look like a cheeseburger. Right? The whole, like, you are what you eat thing is fucking kind of real. Well, but I also you know? think that, like... There's certain times where it's like you don't want to live your life so structured that you have no form out of it. You know, like you're so like the first year after surgery, I was so consumed Mm -hmm. with not eating the bad foods. Yeah. And I was so strict that I wasn't eating carbs. I wasn't eating sugar. I wasn't eating anything. No, you're just it was meat and cheese. Meat and cheese. Yeah. Meat and cheese. And then it was like, okay, but. I want to live my life. You have to. You have to live your life. I want to be able to once in a while have a part of a cheeseburger. Yeah. I want to once in a while. I hear I think something. The, I think the sink's going above us. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> surprise for anybody who didn't know we're in Melanie's house. Yes. Um, <laughs> so I think that there's just certain things that... I need to be able to work around to be like, okay, this is one of those moments where I'm living life. Yeah. These are one of the moments that I am not going to be like, I'm going to be on plan. Mm -hmm. And that in itself is a full-time job. It is a full-time job. That's why, like, when people say, like, I feel like this is a full-time job, like, watching what I eat all day. Yeah, it is. Welcome. Welcome to your But that's what life life is. Because guess what? You have to eat Mm -hmm. to live. So then you're constantly always looking at what you're eating and whether it's whether you should eat it or not. Mm-hmm. And the reason why I say that, like you are what you eat stuff is kind of true is because like I feel better when I'm like eating leaner foods, mm-hmm. when I'm having the protein shakes, mm-hmm. when I'm drinking the water mm-hmm. and when I get in my sleep. Because mm-hmm. like literally like you have to treat your body well for you to function high. Because like, what we're trying to do is feel like a higher level a function. Yeah. And you have to, the only way to do that is to put the work into it. You have it to. It doesn't just happen. No, no. And that, I mean, that goes back to, it It didn't come on overnight. Mm-mm. The 20 pounds did not come on overnight. It came over since last fucking October. <laughs> right? Yeah. It took a while. Like no, you, July, I would say. August. It was August. Was your lowest? No, August was when I went on vacation. And that's when everything started to like. Is this down. when you went to Sarah's? Mm-hmm. Okay, that was September. That was our launch. <laughs> Just kidding. I won't ever forget that. No, <laughs> because uh, we did. I didn't know. I, I we didn't, didn't know. Uh, we, didn't we didn't know. know. Now we know. Now, now we, we know. know. FYI, no one can go on vacations after a launch of anything. At least a week. Yeah, you week. One week needs to happen. One week. Um, um, but no, that makes sense. Like that's kind of thing. Like we're in April. Mm-hmm. So that's eight months 
So yeah, it doesn't, it took eight months to put on 20 pounds. So that's all the little tiny things of like, Mm -hmm. oh, it's fine. Oh, it's fine. I'm stressed out. It's fine. Mm -hmm. And also what we learned from Dr. Dovac and Jana and all of our other doctors is like, sleep is really important to gain. don't get any. Yeah. And so like, that's a problem. Like you can't like, when you're and, and when you're stressed out, so you're stressed mm. out and you're not getting sleep and I'm eating the wrong foods. and you're eating the wrong foods like it's a trifecta like there's mm-hmm. no way you couldn't have had some sort of regain. Yep. So and I think also people get scared of the word regain because mm. I actually did when you when we did our walk for the uh, weight loss awareness. Oh, yeah. And was that it was like September ish, August ish. And mm-hmm. uh, we were filming it. And at that point, I really have been at the normal like. Well, I've been sitting at 192 for a long time. Yeah. And we, on that day, I went down to 189 and we were all mm-hmm. excited. Yep. And you said something like, so this says something about regain. And instantly my brain was like, I didn't fuck you. I didn't regain. What the fuck you talking? Like instantly it went anger because, but technically any gains are regain. But in my head, I think of a regain where it's like 40, Negative. 50, 60 pounds. Oh. Like it's like noticeable. Like that's where mm-hmm. I thought where regain means. And so like that fear of the, even the words of regain can be different for everybody else. Yeah. Cause I, I think regain as anything over what you wanted. So, you know, go back to that, like, goal weight, happy weight. Right. Um, My goal weight was 160. So, technically, I'm only, like, uh, 10 pounds off from that. Right. But my happy weight is, like, 150, 155. Mm -hmm. So, anything over 155, to me, is regain. Whether that's half a pound, a pound, two pounds, 10 pounds. Yeah. It does not matter. And for me, it's whatever the, you know how the doctor's like, well, there's an average weight gain. It's like 10 to 15 10 pounds. to 15, yeah. And so as long as I'm in that window, I don't count it as regain. Okay. Because that the doctor said that, that that's normal, that you should be up about 10 to 15 pounds around. So that's what so my head is like, wait a minute. <laughs> Kelly's saying I regained and it's I'm still in that window and my brain like fired off for like mm-hmm. a second. And I was like, that's not what she means. <laughs> no, no, I would it's, never she's say not that. Mean it malicious. I'm just taking it malicious because like of the what the rest I, of the world. What does the rest of the world think of when they think regain? Oh, you failed. Mm-hmm. You failed your weight loss surgery because everybody else gained their weight back. Yeah. And now I'm, I'm now I'm a walking statistic mm-hmm. of the people that got regained. And now I'm like lumped in. And mm-hmm. then that makes me mad. And it's like, wait, that's not what it is. Well, and every person's journey, as we've said before, is different. Yeah. Because your, your regain or your journey is completely different than what I've gone through. Yeah. I mean, you were very, very um, on top of things mm-hmm. for many, many years. I wish I fucking documented that. Like, looking back, it's so stupid, guys. Document the shit out of your first mm-hmm. two years. They're, like, you will be, you will definitely regret it. Because, like, the shit that I was doing is insane. Like, at least for me, I feel like it was insane. Mm-hmm. And that the fact that I have no documentation of the workouts I was doing, mm-hmm. the two-a-days I was doing. I was, like, I was running the sleds. I was doing tires. Like, it was stupid. And we planned. <laughs> I want to do that because I did that when I did boot camp. And I yeah. fucking loved it. It feels good, right? Yeah. Like, pulling I, those sleds and shit. Yeah. You feel like, a, like almost like a warrior. You're like... 
fuck with me. I will take you down. I want to do the ropes. I've never done them. Those are fun. They fucking hurt. I want to do them really, really bad. You feel like a football player. Like, at least that's what I did. I felt like a football player when I was doing them. But I was like, he had me squat Mm. and run the ropes. Yeah. And whole, that was, like, after, like, a minute, I was like, this is insane. Yeah. This is, like, this is burned like a motherfucker. I want to do that. (laughs) Once uh, gyms reopen. Yeah, once it's, like. Well, I think once we have, like, you're fine. You can go. Yeah. But I don't think gyms are open, are they? Oh, that's true. I think it's hit and miss. Some are open, some aren't. So we may need to have a look into it. Some of them are biting by the rules. Some of them aren't. Yeah. I think you have to wear a mask when you're doing it. Yeah. And that's the deal. Like, I just won't go to a gym because, like, I can't. I can't can't breathe. It's it's just, I know that, like. You can you can, you could do it if you really want to. Fuck your face. And I'm not I'm not doing it with a mask on. Like I breathe so heavily. Yeah, you do. And you really do. I'm like, <laughs> you, she does. I do. It's like I I wanted to, I've taken like a full breath, man, and I want to be able to do it. And my whole face like will get all sweaty real quick. You you are a sweater too, I mean, and I sweat around my mouth, and I She's hate it. She's always like, I'm sweating so bad. I'm like, there's not a drop on me. Oh, I know. I'm like, you bastard. It's not until we did, um, what was the last one we did? And we did like the three rounds or whatever. Yep. And I'm like, oh, fuck that. We did our physical challenge and yeah. turned it into a full workout. Mm-hmm. And she was finally sweating. Guys. I was sweating. I was so excited. I was like, that's right, bitch. You fucking sweat. Get that sweat on. How can I? I'm like the only one on camera right now just sweating profusely. I don't know. I don't but know. it's funny because I do still get hot. Yeah, yeah. Like, your face is red. You just don't sweat. Yeah, which is funny because I always sweat like, before. Yeah, you. I remember you talked about that with the makeup thing, right? Like, yeah. there was a thing with that. Yeah, because, and I think we talked about it, we talk about it on our makeup tutorial. Oh, do we? Actually. Um, I, yeah, I would, I bought makeup and then I was like, oh, I sweat through it. And then I started thinking about it. After the fact, and I'm mm-hmm. like, no, the make it's not, there's nothing wrong with the makeup, you're just sweating profusely. Yeah, yeah. Like, no makeup can oh, hold right. up to that because you were buying, like, you would, you'd like level up your makeup to yeah. try to get it to where, like, just because you're sweating, it wouldn't go, but it's yeah. like you're fucking sweating. <laughs> There's nothing you can do about it's, it. It's like when you do your makeup and you put your mask over the top of it. The mask is going to rub off your makeup. Yeah. No matter like in what those makeup areas. you have on. Yeah. It is going to rub it off. The same thing with the sweat. And I was just like bound and determined that I did I did not have a problem. Yeah. You're in denial. I was in complete denial. Because who wants to be like, well, I sweat so much just moving that I need makeup to hold it in place. Oh, yeah. Admitting that out loud is a, is hard. Yeah. It's very hard. I mean, a lot of this journey is really hard to admit out loud. Yeah. It's hard to admit your highest weight. Mm-hmm. It's hard to admit when you've given up all hope and this is the last thing that you've got. Mm-hmm. It's hard to admit to if you regain. Like, that's a that's a subject for me. Yeah. It's really hard for me to talk about the fact that I have gained weight. Yeah, because I, I think you thought like, oh, that's not going to be able to happen to me. Yeah, I was like, I'm I'm good. I I have this down pat. Like, I work a really physical job. I eat meat, meat and cheese all the time. Like, I'm very on top of my snacks. I don't have sugar. And then I went on vacation where I was comfortable. Yep. And there's custard. And for those of you that have never tried custard, 
don't <laughs> because you Thank are you. you will get addicted. It is so fucking good. And all I and all I wanted was custard. And mm-hmm. I probably had it four times. See, I think that's the problem. No one like you have well, this is gonna be an episode. This is gonna be an episode. You had a bunch of enablers around you too. Mm-hmm. That once that and not even just like nice enablers, you had enablers that want to see you fail. I I believe that now. Yeah. And no, because I if I were with you, when we start traveling, yeah. Am I gonna be like, let's let's have a custard? I've never had custard. He, don't. So I I'm fine with trying it, but I there's no way I would be like, yeah, Kelly, it's okay to have it four times. Mm-hmm. There's no way I would not. I'd be like, Kelly, we can't do that. Mm-hmm. What are you doing? Like, I would instantly be like, why? We we had it last night. We're good. We don't need to keep going to yep. that spot. And that's the deal. Is like, you need also with Regan, you need to support people around you and people yes. that want to see you succeed. Because people, there are people out there that don't want you to succeed. Mm-hmm. Because if that, if you don't succeed, then that means it's okay for them to be shitty fucking people and to eat shitty as well. Mm-hmm. And they don't have to admit their problems. Yep. So get the people that support you that actually want you to stay healthy mm-hmm. and be here for a long time because those are the ones that care and will of course like indulge with you and yeah. then be like hey yeah hey we got it we we got to do that yesterday this mm-hmm. is a new day yeah or hey we're, we're having protein today mm-hmm. and that's what that's what people need around them yes is, is someone that loves them enough to like check them too i agree and i now i also want to state that we are not if you decide to eat your feelings if there's somebody out there that decides to eat their feelings, there is no judgment. No, that is we that still is completely on you. Yeah. I mean, like, I still do to yeah. this day. Like we do. Yeah. But I think when it's a different, it's a different mindset when you have had weight loss surgery. Yeah. And you are making the wrong decision mm-hmm. versus never having the surgery. And you this is your life. Right. It's like, different. does that make sense? Yeah, no, that makes complete sense because it's different. Because, like, when you have the surgery, your vision is different. Yes. And you need somebody to say, whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah. What are you doing? What are you doing? Why are you doing that? Mm-hmm. And that's what Mel and I are for each other. We are most of the time very honest with each other. I mean, I don't I've, I feel like we're pretty honest. Yeah. Um, and so I feel like if I'm doing certain behavior, like eating custard four nights in a row. You're going to be like, um, excuse me? Like, what the fuck? That's not happening. No, because I get, I tell you when you're too hard on yourself about muddy buddies and <laughs> protein balls. Like, yeah. Yeah, and I'm going to be like, hey, let's, maybe let's only have the one. Yeah. Yeah, and I think that's totally fine. Like, because Eric does that for me every once in a while. And, and I do that for I him. Want. Yeah, we yeah. need that. You need someone that cares about your actual health mm-hmm. because that's how we got so big is being around um, and it's not their fault either because they're probably raised in the same situation. Mm-hmm. But no one was checking each other because yeah. everybody is so scared to talk about someone's weight. Because mm-hmm. like, that's why I think it's it is hard to break the stigma mm. around the weight loss and the weight loss surgery because like you can't just talk to someone or have an intervention for your weight. It's like it seems like people get really upset and like that's a problem. Well, because it's a very, very personal subject. Yeah. And it's just and it's personal, but it's not any more personal than someone having a drug problem. I don't feel like because it's still affecting their body. We need to be able to get to that point, I think, is like yeah. that's that's where we need to get to where we go. Hey, we love you. Um, And I know I'm not any better, but I feel like you might need some help. 
Because mm-hmm. if there's like a drastic, like say I'm a 200 pound person, but this person's 500 and now I'm like scared for their life. Like mm-hmm. we should be comfortably able to have that conversation. Yeah. And it's really on the person that receives it, how they're going to deal with it. It's yeah. Because kind of I feel like at my highest, if somebody had said that to me, I don't know what I would have done. Like, I feel like I would have been very, very hurt or been like, that's not any of your business. You would have got defensive first. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's what we need to break is us not getting defensive about it because it's like it is a health scare. It is so, a health scare. So I if, mean, so if someone comes up, I think for me, I would have been like I would have cried. Mm-hmm. I would have upset, but it wouldn't have been about them. It would have been upset about myself. I would have been mm-hmm. upset saying like, oh, shit, like I have let this go so badly that someone's talking to me about mm-hmm. it. Like that's scary. That means like they've noticed. Mm-hmm. So. Like, I get the whole, like, let's be upset about it. But also now I can now it makes me start thinking like that's the deal we need. Yeah. Is people being like, oh, it's OK. Like, OK, I need to think about this. What do I want? Because it looks like I'm just getting bigger and bigger and bigger. Mm-hmm. Like, it's different if you like plateau. Like, yeah. say, like you get to 250 and you stay there for years and years and years. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's a better situation than like how I was climbing. You were climbing. Yeah. Like we never hit a, a spot where it was like. You're going to sit here for a while. Mm-hmm. No, every year we were gaining 10 to 20 pounds. Yeah. Oh, easily. Easily. Yeah. And that's a lot of weight. That is a lot of weight. That's a lot of weight. And now that I know that the whole, like, for every one pound of pressure, mm-hmm. like, what is it? What's the rule? For every one pound you lose, it's like six pounds of pressure off really, of your, right? yeah, off of a, your knees and your hips. Yeah. And that's a lot. Because mm-hmm. pressure is more is is worse on your joints than just the weight itself. Well, yeah, considering we both lost 120 pounds. Yeah. 120 yeah, times six. 120. Yeah, 128. That's insane. That's how much pressure was sitting on your knees and your hips. Yeah. And just think like if we did not get the surgery, like mm. in 10 years, we both would be like having to have a hip replacement, knee mm-hmm. replacements. Like, yep. you know, like this way we don't have to have future surgeries. Well, I mean, you know, as that, much as we can, yeah, like preventable as, as we yeah, can, because we're preventing the we're we're hopefully preventing the behavior from continuing. Yeah. Like that's kind of the point of the tool is to teach mm-hmm. us. It really is a tool. It teaches us like how to be in tune with your body. Mm-hmm. What is nutrition? Because mm-hmm. also they don't. Yes. They, I don't know what the curriculum Curriculum. curriculum yeah it looks like for school anymore for like i mean yeah i don't know because dylan's going into that now with um high school so mm-hmm. I, i'm gonna look when he has health classes what they cover because mm-hmm. there should be a whole nutrition class that everybody has to take i think that should be mandatory i do think that nutrition is a very we don't talk about it <clears throat> talk about it enough no I, like we have no clue sometimes i had no clue until i went like, I knew the basics, right? Right, yeah. You know, there's a fruit, there's a vegetable, there's protein, there's carbs, right? right. Those are your basics, mm-hmm. your sugar and your dairy. So you've got all the little things. Right. But, and I knew, like, oh, you need, like, this amount of protein, this amount of carbs. Like, you need to have a vegetable with every meal, mm-hmm. right? So we knew the basics. Yeah. But beyond that, But nothing. we didn't know why we needed those things mm-hmm. in the meal. I think that's what's key is like I remember that now, like in middle school or elementary, where they're like, this is where the meat would go and this is the veggies yeah. and like only have these things that every once in a while. Mm-hmm. But no one ever explained why. Like, why do I need to have these things in my meal? Oh, because 
by the way, the greens are going to make you feel good and help you like do X, Y, and Z. Mm-hmm. And the fruits do da 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 And proteins are really important for healing and blah, blah, blah. Like if they could have actually like broke it down, mm-hmm. which which thing is so important, mm-hmm. it would go a long way. Like that should definitely be a fucking class. I think that's a great idea. And probably taught through like every like elementary and mm-hmm. middle school and high school. Because sometimes when you get to high school, your your habits are already fucked. Oh, yeah. You yeah. know, like the way that the um, I think it's Japan that does this because they have them. They, they cook their own meals in the classroom mm. and they they prepare everything right there. And they actually like talk about like each thing. Of why they mm-hmm. have it and stuff. And then they clean up and they serve themselves. They actually serve their partner and like the next person next to them. Yeah. Um, and to show like the courteousness and all that. The ple- pleasantries. Something like that. Pleasantries. Yeah. And they mm-hmm. have like the best fucking food. Yeah. And you know what, what they- I remember making in school? Pizza. Caramel corn. Caramel corn. Yum. That's, <laughs> that's what I got taught. Mm-hmm. In middle school. Yeah, but that's not necessary. And mac and cheese. I remember mac and cheese. Oh, cool, cool. So it was the box mac and cheese. That's whole. Yeah. See what I mean? They don't even teach healthy foods when they are in the classroom. Yeah. Like, should we be eating caramel corn? Right. Cause I mean, maybe, maybe a little bit. Mm-hmm. I mean, but would it be better if we learned how to, I don't know, cook a chicken? Yeah, because you know what Dylan had to make for his, like, six weeks oh, yeah. of um, his home ec class? Yeah. First thing was cookies. Mm-hmm. Second thing was pizza. Mm-hmm. Third thing was cinnamon rolls. Really, dude? Those are the three? Yep. Holy shit. Mm-hmm. Like, he wasn't in a baking class. He was in home economics. So that's also a problem. Like, you're not even teaching the kids, like, how to make healthy meals. So how are we, as a community, supposed to know if we're not taught? Yeah, because, like, they they all say, oh, that comes from the family. Well, that comes from the household. Like, they should know how to make meals. And I can hear them just go on and on and on about that. Well, also, I think those parents and those families went to school, too, and they still weren't taught the healthy food. So it's mm-hmm. just like a cycle. Yeah. It's insane. Yeah. And they wonder it's why we get big. And then we have like the fear of regaining when we try to have surgery because then we get judged yeah. if we do have regain. Mm-hmm. But it's like we have to learn all new habits. Like this process is literally like a full life changing journey where you have to learn the new habits and try to get rid of the old ones. Well, and you're trying to retrain your entire society, brain, everything about your person. And that's when people say that's the easy way out. I get so fucking pissed yeah. because we all know it's not the easy way out, but it is literally the fucking hardest thing I've ever done in my life. Yeah. And did the weight come off quickly for me? 100%. Yes, it did. Does that matter? No. In the long run, I'm still trying to figure this journey out. Well, it's funny that people think it's the people that think it's the easy way out. They Mm -hmm. only get mad because of how fast it happens. Yeah. They don't look at like, okay, well, okay. The weight's going to fall off in a year and a half. Right. Yeah. That's where I, I was below my goal weight at a year and a half. Yes. Even at a year, I think you were. Mm, No, I was at my goal weight. I was below. Yeah. But I think to myself, like, but I fought for that. Yeah. 
I ate for that. You did all the work for that. If I was sitting there eating ice cream and still losing weight, then okay, yeah, be mad at me. But I wasn't. I was eating exactly what they told me to do. I was doing everything the way they told me to do it. Yeah. The only thing that I could have done more is work out, but I had a very, very physical job. Yes. So I didn't need to do that. Mm -mm. No, because you were on your feet for four to five hours lifting and bending and squatting and yeah, you, that, that was your workout. That was but, entirely and, my workout. And I think that's why you're able to hit your goals so quickly mm-hmm. because you're doing like three hours of workouts four to five days a week. Mm-hmm. So why would you need to work out even more? Exactly. Because for us like that have stationary jobs, like you, we have to put in the time to find that time to work out. Mm-hmm. Like there's no way I could work out three hours a day if no. it wasn't my job. Yeah. There's no fucking way. No. I can do an hour, maybe hour and a half. Yeah. So like, yeah, a top for me is a half hour. Well, and even if you're the person that has ice cream during this process, like that doesn't mean that it's the easy way out. Like you still have to deal with the mental fuck that comes with it. The well, su- yeah. You know, like the support stuff they have to deal with. And then also like the change, like you, it's almost some people like grieve the person they lost because like. When you lose, like I lost 128, you lost about 128. Like that's a full fucking person. Yeah. And like you, some people have to grieve that person being gone mm-hmm. because like that's the person that like made sure you're comfortable. Mm-hmm. That's the person that got you the food so you can feel comfortable during your stressful times. Yep. It's like so you can feel safe. Yeah. And it's like it's not like a real other person, but it's just you realizing like, oh, This is what I was doing to myself. Well, and it's like I talk a lot about, you know, thanking that person. Yeah. That had the courage to do this. Mm -hmm. Right. But then you also have a lot of hate and anger for that person. You do. You do. Because you're thinking, why did you do this? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Why couldn't you have just done this earlier? Yeah. And that's the deal. It's like we didn't have the tools to cope. It was a coping mechanism. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that you hit it right on with. Grieving. I never grieved that person. No. I wanted to like kick her to the corner and be like, see you later, bitch. Like I did not want to. I did not want to grieve her because I thought she didn't deserve that. And so she does. I mean, now I'm understanding that. Like as I'm going through it, I'm understanding more and more about the process that happens after. Mm -hmm. But I think that's where a lot of my um, brain goes back and forth Mm -hmm. with regaining because I never fully grieved that person. No. I never said fully goodbye to her. And then as I was dealing with that through this podcast, then I'm now grieving the loss of a husband, yeah, and a, and an entire life that I thought I was going to lead. Yeah, because you thought you were going to be healthy, Kelly, forever with this person. Mm-hmm. You had like this whole like life in your head yep. that you saw together, mm-hmm. and then that's gone, and that's gone yeah. along with the person that I thought I was. Yeah, it's kind of like yeah, of like who you were. So now I'm having this massive grieving. Yeah. section and that is no excuse to eat the eat like an asshole no it's like you're it's almost like you're you're just refinding yourself i am yeah. and part of that is like i'm making mistakes right mm-hmm. so like i'm making these small mistakes but then as soon as the next morning i wake up and i'm like why did i do that yeah 
Yeah. And that's the and I want to touch on something. I don't know if like this is accurate by any means. Okay, But in the beginning of the episode, I asked I asked you, when do you think the sugar started? Because you were very savory when we hung out all the time. Mm -hmm. Um, And you said, like, pretty much when you got married to Cody. Mm -hmm. So you got married to Cody. You started eating sweets and then you got the surgery and you don't eat sweets. And now Cody's gone. And now I'm eating sweets again. That's kind of fucking weird. So I don't know if he's like your trigger of sweets. It, I mean, he could be. He very well could be. Uh-huh. I wouldn't. I mean, we're I'm finding out new things about myself all the time. Yeah. And that could very well be it. Yeah. And the, I think I feel safe with sugar. Yeah. Because and you, and you felt safe with Cody. Yeah. Yeah. It's a safety thing. Mm-hmm. So you like to keep stuff around to help cope with safety. Yeah, because I want to feel safe because yeah. I actually talked about this in my um, therapy session um, back when I was still able to go. like when it was first when I first found out I was getting a divorce and I was, you know, trying to cope with everything. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I thought that Satan was going to be safe. And I actually said that. And mm-hmm. she goes, OK, why did you think that he was going to be safe? And I said, because my dad was never around and he was not a safe person. Right. And so I wanted somebody the exact opposite. opposite. Yep. And that's why I chose Satan, which sounds really bad. <laughs> I don't sound really bad. Why I chose Cody um, or why we chose each other. Um you guys are very comfortable together. I, I thought I was very comfortable. Yeah. And now I'm learning that comfortability is not always good for you. Yeah. And being outside your comfort zone, I like to be there. I like being in that area. I it's don't. fun. It's fun for me. I do not. Yeah. I like to be in my comfort of my own little self and just be myself. Yeah. I'm one of the weirdos that like change. And, I hate change. And you hate change. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's certain change that I'm okay with, you know, like updating, refreshing things like that's that's good. That's yeah, that's no, fine change. Personal change. I don't want like if you're going to make a big life change, count me out because <laughs> I don't want to be a part of it. I do not like change. Um, she adapts, though. I do adapt. You I do adapt, adapt quickly. Yeah. I feel like. I I have the skills to adapt quickly. I just may not like it. Understandable. Understandable. But I I will deal with it because that's the only way to do it is to deal with it. Well, that's the only way to get out of it. Like, because like, how are we going to, how do we combat fear of regain? I think you have to just continually tell yourself that it's okay, Mm -hmm. that it's okay. But you, you can't give yourself so much lease. To completely go off the rails, you have to be able to be like, it's okay if I gain a few pounds. Yeah. That's going to happen. And the, you know, surgeons and and such are going to tell you, you're going to hit your goal weight Mm -hmm. or your lowest weight, and then you're going to go up about 10 to 15 pounds. Yeah. And I was scared for that. But that came and went very quickly. (laughs) Just going to say. Well, and I would say like. This analogy of um, you want to be a rubber band, not a leash, because a rubber band will snap back. Ooh. But the leash, you can go farther and farther and farther That's away. That's a good saying. Yeah. I like that. Thank you. Thank you. I, I kind of like paired it. a couple of ones that I knew together. No, I like <laughs> the that. The rubber band. Be a rubber band. Be yeah. a rubber band. Because, like, 
you're you're human and and you want to enjoy life. Yeah, just enjoy your life. But just make make the things work for you. Like and the way that I'm saying that is like, you know, if you know yourself like, okay, I like margaritas. Right. We Mm -hmm. all know this. And I like mimosas. So I only give myself one day a month where I have the mimosas. And that's right before Patreon meetings. And they're amazing. And they are. They're peach. I love them. And they're peach. Yeah, we do peach champagne with peach juice. And Mm -hmm. holy shit, it's amazing. So it's it's really good. But I know that about myself. Right. So just like kind of drop down. I would say like, and this is what I've done is like, hey, what are the things that like I am not going to budge on? Okay. What are the things that I like to do that like I know kind of high in carbs or sugars or whatever it is? And that's going to be. That's going to be my margaritas. It's going to be mimosas. And it's going to be um, my cheesecake every once in a while. And mm. so I, you just have to make it work. So it's like, okay, I give myself, like, I haven't had cheesecake in two months. But it's Good like, job. but I know that I'm going to have it probably sometime in the summer. Eventually, yes. So I just, you have to just plan for it. Because mm-hmm. it's just you living. So just like, hey, plan for the things that you actually enjoy. So that way you don't feel deprived. I like it. And I think we hear that a lot. Like, don't deprive yourself. That's real. Because if you have any binging problems, when you deprive yourself, it just gets worse gets and worse, worse and worse for, yep. for the binge eating. And yep. then you can have that regain that you're scared of. Yes. So it's all. Well, always... and I think that's kind of what happened with me. Yeah. Is I was so restrictive that when I did let go of the reins, all help her close. Yeah. Whereas if I had been a little bit more lenient with myself during my journey and maybe lost weight a little bit slower, but I was at least like enjoying the process. Yeah. Yeah. I think it would have it wouldn't have been as as drastic. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And yeah, just use those tips and tricks, especially from Michaela and from Jana, the registered dietitian and Ellen, because Mm -hmm. like there's easy ways to make this work. It's all about like the next meal. Is what I got from the almost next everybody. Step. It's literally like, don't wait till Monday. It's literally like, oh, tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Or if it's if it can, it can be the next meal, be the next meal. Mm-hmm. So I think personally, because hearing you talk about how it was at your old job, mm-hmm. you know, that's doable, right? That's why I try to do the walk in the morning and the walk in the afternoon because they're both miles. Mm. Um, and so I can get that back. Because that's what I'm trying to get my routine is back to what mm-hmm. I enjoyed because I loved it and it works and it's only 20 minute walk. And eventually it'll be less than that because you'll be running because like, yeah, and I should technically like you're supposed to be able to do a walk uh, one mile in 15 minutes. So it's like as a walk. So and I've never been able to do that. No, I can run it in 14 minutes, but I need I need to be able to walk it, I guess, in 15. I don't know. I don't know who came up with that number. Like, you're a complete failure if you don't complete a mile in 15 15 minutes. minutes. Like, I average, like, 19, 20 minutes every time, like, on clockwork. Yeah, even when I was a kid, I never could do it. Yeah. I walked it. They were like, you need to do it in 15 minutes. I'm like, nope, still walking. Still walking. Well, for me now, I'm trying to just build a new routine. Because Mm. that routine, like... It's dead and gone. Let it be dead and gone. You mourned it. Yeah. It's gone. It's buried. It's buried. I need a new one that fits my new life because my new life is working for Progressive and doing the podcast and having a teenage son. Mm -hmm. So it's in a a husband where I have to make sure my time's allotted Mm -hmm. for certain things. And so like 
me doing what I tried to do before is just not going to work. It and that's, won't work. It's just not happening. And that's fine. Just need to find the new stuff. So like my new thing too is the whole like get up, do the yoga, do the challenge and go on the one mile walk. Mm-hmm. I feel so accomplished when I get those three things done in the morning. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't take, it takes like less than an hour. That's, that's the true. deal. It's like one hour. So like just me getting up at 630 is helping me make sure I get all that stuff done. So it's just getting that routine plugged back in. I'm getting it where it's like, I would say about three days a week now. Like I have that down. It's solid for it's three. So- solid for three. It's definitely the Tuesday. When- it's Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, typically. Okay. Or um, it's Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday. Thursdays so. are hard. Thursdays are real difficult for well, us. It is because like I'll get to her house early. Um, It's just it's really hard for us to like just like get up and like do the yoga, then do the workouts and well, stuff. Well, we were doing really good. And then all of a sudden we had like three weeks in a row where it was just like the most random shit was happening. Yes. Like <sighs> she was somebody was crying and maybe a, little uh, bit. maybe a little bit. And then I got locked out of my house. And I mean, there's just a lot of shit going on. Yeah. So, I mean, it's it's now it's just like getting it back, mm-hmm. getting it back to like the I really just want to be able to do it Monday through Friday, just at least the yoga, the walk and the physical challenge, mm-hmm. because that goes a long way. Because think about it. That's like that's five miles a week, at least just in my morning. And I'm trying to get that afternoon one in, too. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. And I would love to if I can get to this point, not if when I get to this point is doing the whole like couch to 3K. Mm, yeah, I, I still want to do that. I want to do that. So I would love to be able to. And I guess like it just tells you walk now and then you walk and then it says run now. So I'm trying to uh, want to play with it and see, can I listen to a podcast or music and it still tell me when to walk and run? Oh, that's a good question. Because I that would make me do it and be more distracted because mm. if it's just silent and I'm just waiting for it, I'm going to get real annoyed real oh, quick. Oh, yeah. No, I don't think I could do that. Right. There's got to be up like a plug in or something for that to do that. I, I wonder. So we're going to check that out. So stay tuned for us us doing the couch to 3K. Maybe just her. Maybe just me. We'll see. Just saying. Just saying. Well, well we got to get you back to the physical train because you don't have the physical job. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. hear that, guys? You hear that like, almost like a growl. I know. I know. I know. It's, the hard thing is, is that I know everything I'm supposed to be doing. Mm-hmm. Implementing it is a whole nother thing. Oh, it's a whole different ball game. That's a whole different mindset. Yeah. So like that's because it's a, it's like a jump over. It's like a leap you have to do to get there. So what can we do to combat the fear? So I say to combat the fear is being real with yourself. Being and real and honest. On, real and honest okay. with yourself and have realistic goals. Okay. Like there's no way I'm going to be 140. No. It's just not going to happen. So let's set a realistic goal. Um, you know, like let's start off small. Like let's just get Melanie underneath 190. Let's okay. start there. And then let's get her to 180. And then okay. we'll see like how does Melanie feel? Can we get it even more? Or okay. do we just gonna sit at 180? So it's like let's just do small increment goals. Okay. And so that way you can feel achievable because doing those crazy ones like I have to hit, you know, 150, it's like there's no mm-hmm. way. And that's just me telling myself I'm gonna fail later. Okay. You know, um, I'm thinking like, write them now, write them out, write them down and then maybe make a board. Oh, like a vision board. Yeah. So like when you wake up, 
you see it. Yeah. What's where's the first thing you look at and have it there on my phone? There you go. Which would work because I could make it, take a picture of it, set it as my wallpaper. And then every time I open my phone, that's where it's going to be. Yeah, because you could actually put like the number you want to hit and you can actually put up like clothes that you want to wear. You know, like you can make it a real vision board. So that way you're like, that's right. I'm doing that. Doing that and stay in that will probably help you stay on track. Yeah. And I feel like um, maybe also to combat that fear is like. Realize that the number on the scale does not equal what you are worth. Right. And no matter if you are 140, 150, 160, 170, you are still worth everything. Yeah. Like it doesn't change your worth. Well, the number doesn't change your personality. You can still be a shitty person at 140. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yes, you can. Understand that. Why would that number define you if you can still be an asshole at a smaller weight? Speaking of assholes. (laughs) (laughs) You know, like, why why are we giving it so much power? Yeah. That's the deal. Yeah. I would say, like, also that fear, like, focus on the non-scale victories. Yeah. Do the side-by-sides. Find yeah. non-scale victories. Like yeah, take a picture now mm-hmm. and then take a picture of yourself in like two months. Yeah. And just see. Wear the same exact outfit and just see if there's any progress there. Are these little micro um, goals? Goals. Yeah. Micro goals. Mm-hmm. Will they get you to the bigger goal? I think they by, would. By doing that. Like so yeah. then you can actually see it. You can even do it monthly. I just wouldn't do it weekly mm, because no. it takes a while for your body chemistry to change. And we've learned that. Mm-hmm. From this process. Yes. Yes. Like it really should just be once a month because uh-huh. I think someone, I think Dr. Dovak said, like it's a 30 days of your body really calibrating and getting to the weight at once. Yeah. So just yeah. check it once a month. I know we all are obsessive, but these are ways to help you not fear that regain, though. Yes. And for me personally, and I don't know if there's anybody out there, but the the scale for me is like a check. Like I'm checking in. Mm, yeah. Where am I at? Mm-hmm. It's fine if I'm up, like if I'm up or down, what it doesn't matter. Like it's not going to affect my mood. Right. But I need to be checked. Yeah. And if it does affect your mood, then get rid of it. Yeah. Don't do it if it affects your mood. But for people that are like me. Yeah. Like where you need to actually physically see that number and be like, okay, I am still at my same weight. I am going to work three times as hard now. Well, and if you're using it as like an objective. Like, mm-hmm. that's what it is. Like, you're using it actually like as a as like mathematically. OK, so I'm here mm-hmm. and now I need to adjust these things so mm-hmm. I can get lower and lower and lower. So I need to get from point A to point B. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm the same way. I need to check in and be like, OK, is this am I, I have I lost weight because actually we got a I got a message from a girl because they just they just got prescribed the phenamine. Oh, okay. And they yeah. asked, like, how is it going? Like, are you, have you lost any weight? And like, is things like moving along? And it's funny because like, I'm not checking the scale, but mm-hmm. I checked it because she asked. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, I am losing. Like, I am losing. Like, I'm like down like the whole, like, I think the eight that I told you before, like, I'm just still there. Like, score. So, um, good for you. I'm like trying to remember, like, what did I count it to and then bottom two? So, like, because I'm back to really like 192 again. So I just need to get under. Under 190. Yeah. If I can just get under 190. And I and I can feel it. I know You're getting it's there. Good. I know it's going to happen because I'm seeing it in my face. I'm seeing it in my sides. It's working. Yeah. It's just taking its time. But it, but I noticed that it is helping. It definitely helps. Yeah. Um, it's definitely like during the day, I'm good. 
It's the nighttime still. It's the nighttime. But I think that's just the habit. I don't think a pill can fix that. I think that's a mental thing. Well, no, no pill and no surgery is going to fix your mental. Mm-mm. It's just not. It's just not. So it's something that I think that we all are going to, it's a work in progress. Yeah. So Everybody's going to be able to deal with it differently. And that fear of regain is going to be there regardless. Seriously. So, so you might as well deal with it, like start dealing with it now. Sooner than later. Mm-hmm. Sooner than later. And just like we said, be honest with yourself. Maybe mm-hmm. have a vision board. Write things down. Mm-hmm. I know that some people say if they tell someone what they're doing, it helps mm-hmm. them stay accountable mm-hmm. because then they think like, oh, when did they ask me mm-hmm. how I'm doing? And I'm, I don't want to tell them that I messed anything up. Mm-hmm. So like do that. If, if that works for you. Go tell people that you're doing this. Yeah. So that way you can be held accountable. So there are ways to combat it. It's hard as fuck. And we know, mm-hmm. but we're here to help with that as well. So message us if you're having like a regain, like freak out. Yeah. Because we've already talked to a few people that have had regain freakouts, and yeah. we're just calm. We'll calm you down. We'll calm you down. And it is what it is. And the only thing you can do, I think, is just keep pushing, keep going forward. Yeah. Because if you let that regain overtake your entire life, it's not going to do you any good. Well, you're giving it control. Oh, fuck. I forgot about that. Yeah. You're giving it, you're, you're feeding into it and you're giving it control. So yeah, fight through it. Mm-hmm. Don't fucking quit. Mm-hmm. Like you literally, you have your whole life. So why, why would you quit now? Like I'm 34. If I quit now, then like by the time I'm 40, I could be back to the old weight. So it's like, mm-hmm. don't quit. Just keep going. Just keep doing this. We know this works at least, right? Yeah. So we're like, hey, this works. So at least do that. Mm-hmm. So I like it. All righty. Well, that's all I got for the fear of regain. That's all I've got. Yeah, this was just a, a real quick. Well, not real quick, but it was a conversation. Yeah, <laughs> it was a conversation more than. And I think we came up with some good, good tips even for ourselves. Yeah. Like, I, I think I might do that vision board thing. I, or at least I'm, make one on my phone, you know, like, because you can make, like, yeah. those boards and stuff. I think we should physically make one and then take a picture. I, I mean, think we that would physically be need to do one. I'm good with that. So look forward to uh, vision boards, guys. See, I never what, made one before. We will figure it out together. Yeah. I think I've only done basic ones. High five. That was an awful high five. I know. Thank there you. There we go. There um, we go. So look forward to that. And if you're having a problem with Regain, um, feel free to message us and yeah. we can talk about it or. Yeah, you're not alone. Yeah. You're not alone. You're There's probably thousands and thousands of people feeling the same thing. And mm-hmm. that's and just know that we're here. Yeah. We're and here. we're going through the exact same thing. Mm-hmm. There's there's nothing wrong with it. Nothing wrong with it. So we just got to keep pushing. All righty. Well, if you. Want to be a patron? Yeah. Go to um, patreon.com forward slash OSLP and you can you can get to actually watch this video. Yeah. So that's where that came from. Yes. So I was like, you get to see the new setup and how everything looks. Yeah. And Kelly's all happy with all the lighting. And oh my God, it's so much better. It's so much better. And we're, I'm so happy that she's happy. So I want you guys to check that out. So go there. We have several different tiers. One that comes with a t-shirt, one that comes with stickers. So yeah. Definitely look for it's that. It's fun. And you get to see lots of exclusive content from us. That's right. That's and right. then not to mention our monthly Patreon Zoom meeting. That's right. So you get to be a part of that. And you get to see that peach peach mimosa that we make. 
Oh, yeah. Because yeah. we drink it during the patron meeting. That's right. So, and go to YouTube. We need your help getting over there. Um, you know, subscribe, like, comment, whatever. We have a bunch of videos over there as well. Yes. Um, so, if you're not a patron, you can still go over there. And you just don't get the exclusive ones that they get first. Yeah. So, but there are videos for you to see. Yes. So. And new ones will drop every month. That's right. All right. We love you guys. And we will see you next time. Bye. Hey, listeners, if you enjoyed your time with us, please rate, review, and subscribe on any platform you get your podcast. Check us out on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Join us on patreon.com forward slash OSLP, where you can get exclusive content. We would like to give a big thank you to Anne-Marie Cruz for our logo, Nick Dukes for our web design, Dylan Godfrey for our editing, and Eric Vaughn from 17th Street Studios for our music and recording space. Thanks for listening to our Sleeve Life podcast. We are breaking the stigma of weight loss and weight loss surgery one episode at a time.